This is the Iowa State Athletics Sidecast. This Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors with the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Today's Sidecast is a visit with Iowa State men's basketball assistant coach Nate Schmidt. Nate was recently promoted from within the staff and he originally came to Iowa State under Fred Hoiberg and also worked for Steve Prohm. He has plenty of familiarity with what it takes to be successful at Iowa State. We hope you'll enjoy this visit with Nate Schmidt. Well, Schmidt, obviously a, a tremendous opportunity for you coming back to Iowa State. Uh, what, what was it that made you want to do it? You know, Iowa State's always been a special place. Uh, I love all of the fans and the, the community support that's here. It's, it's a special place and it's a special program. So just coming back to be a part of it and be back here in Ames was very exciting for me. What about the TJ part of it, uh, him taking it over? Uh, what did you see in him that you thought, that's a guy I could work for and we could really connect? Yeah, TJ's always been a very honest, straight-to-the-point guy, and I think you know he has clear communication and he's very good at creating a vision. And, and for me, you know, in the workplace, that's, that's always been great for me because it gives me a, a clear path and you know, I have clear direction every single day on what needs to be done and, and how it needs to be done within our program. Of course, this isn't your first tour duty at Iowa State. In fact, you've worked under uh, two former head coaches in Fred Hoiberg and Steve Prome. Kind of take me on the road from growing up in Ypsilanti, Michigan, to on to Denison, my mom, <laughs> George Bodenheimer, a few other uh, well-known Denison grads. But how you ended up in, in Ohio and Granville and then how it kind of all led to you coming here to the state of Iowa and tours not only with Iowa State but also with Indian Hills. Yeah, so I uh, graduated from Denison uh, in 2014. Before that, I started working at Romulus High School uh, for two years for Nate Oates, who's currently a head coach at Alabama. So worked with him for two years there and also did some personal training and some other things, just trying to get my foot in the door as a college student. Uh, and then I was fortunate enough to come here for, for two years, uh, one year as a GA under Fred, one year uh, as a GA under Prome, and then player development my last year under Prome. And from there, went on to Indian Hills Community College for two years, worked for Hank Plone out there had two really good years uh, in the JUCO ranks and then spent some time as an NBA trainer working with George Niang, Nazmi Trulong, a couple other of our former Cyclones that I had worked with when I was a GA. So spent off season uh, doing that and then was fortunate enough to get a, uh, a job with the G League, the Milwaukee Bucks G League team, the Wisconsin Herd. So really did a lot of player development, video, on-court coaching, learned a ton in the, in the G League and then was fortunate enough to join Coach TJ staff at UNLV. Uh, was there for one year with him, his second year there, and then was fortunate enough he brought me brought me back to Iowa State. So you have coached at the high school level, at the junior college level, at the major college level, at the G League level, and at the NBA level. I mean, that is a full resume for somebody as young as you. Tell me what you've gained from learning what players are like at all those different levels and maybe how that fits into what's best for guys at, at, in the Big 12 Conference. Yeah, I think um, no matter what the level is, I think honesty and relationships are a big piece of it, whether it's a high school or the highest level in the NBA. You know, you see it even more in the NBA, like guys want to be told the truth and they want people that are, are honest with them and direct and they're not sugarcoating it. So, you know, I think sometimes it might be hard for high school guys to hear it. 
But, you know, I think every level, I think that's what it kind of comes down to is the relationships, the time that you put in with the players, both on the court and off the court, and, and getting to know them beyond beyond basketball, whether it's their family, you know, what they have going on in their social life, campus life, things that are going on where you're more than just a coach, you have a relationship, and then that way when times get tough on the court, you know, there is a bond, there is a relationship to fall back on with the players. In your current role, you're going to be counted on for recruiting. How excited are you about that as opposed to the player development part of it where you couldn't be one of the recruiters? Now you're now you're right in the mix and going and trying to get players to Iowa State. How excited are you about that part of the uh, equation? Definitely very excited. Very excited for the opportunity. You know, excited to just get on the road, evaluate guys, build those relationships, and, and try to bring in some high-level and high-character uh, student-athletes. And for me personally, you know, just getting back to Michigan, getting some Midwest guys, you know, obviously me working here with Monte and knowing Monte when he was in high school, you know, kind of building off that with the Michigan relationship. So I tell people out here all the time, Iowa State's well-known in Michigan, and, and it goes, you know, it goes beyond just Monte even before he was out here. Jeff Gray or Barry Stevens, there's been there's been a few. So Nate, I, I've always, from a distance, kind of appreciated your ability to work with players individually, and I think that's something I really noticed in J.R. Blount last year too. That he's great in that area, really, really good. It seems like guys were getting a lot out of those one-on-one exchanges. How much do you cherish that part of the job, just getting a, with a guy one-on-one? And why is that so valuable to players to get that one-on-one attention? Yeah, I think just having those honest conversations and, and you can really get deep, honest conversations with a guy one-on-one and kind of really cut to the chase. And, you know, sometimes when you're in front of the team, you're trying to be more aware of, of everyone's thoughts and feelings and ideas where when you're just one-on-one with a guy, you can, you know, you can get down to the nitty-gritty and, and really kind of figure things out. And I think that's what JR does an amazing job at is really spending the time with guys and, and being direct and honest with them. And I think our entire staff does a good job of that. But JR definitely, you know, builds those relationships, spends time with the guys, and then also also is, is honest with them, whether that's good or bad. We don't try to coach good or bad. We, we coach honestly. So, um, you know, definitely, definitely does a great job with that. Today's sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to support Iowa's farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. Whether it's on the court or in the film room or a combination of both, how much fun is it when you kind of see that light bulb come on for a guy and he he takes that baby step that can really make a big difference in his game? No, it's that, that's the best feeling. I mean, that's that's an amazing feeling. Obviously, basketball wise, that's what you're hoping to hoping to gain, especially with some of our younger guys. But it's always cool when older guys kind of have that aha moment where every everything clicks and they understand why we were working on this so much or why I was you know so detailed about you know how he's stepping in and um, you know it all takes time it all takes consistency and hard work but uh, it's awesome to see that and you know my first kind of aha moments were you know working as a GA with some of the guys that we had on those teams whether it was a George a Naz Matt Thomas Monte but those were really fun where you spend so many hours trying to work and figure something out and put put everything together and you know, you're able to, you know, uh, you know, everything just kind of clicks at the right moment for some of those guys. I was going to ask you what maybe one of your favorite handful of success stories are just from those kind of exchanges, just a guy that you worked on a lot that 
you know, you really saw him grow. And you, you just mentioned a few names, so I'm guessing those are the ones. But uh, does one kind of stand out as somebody who maybe grew the most from the time that you first touched base with them to where they became? Yeah, I would say one guy I take a lot of pride in who wasn't here for a very long time, but Deontay Burton was a guy that really, really built a relationship with. And I'll say he's an interesting guy that, you know, some people might not get along and some people kind of maybe put him as a bad rep or, you know, attitude or whatever it is. But I was able to spend a lot of time with him and really build a great relationship with him. And like I said, we, we had some very honest, open conversations and it took time, but he was able to really develop his jump shot. He was also really able to develop kind of his playmaking and, you know, just fitting into a team offensively where, you know, in the past he had kind of always been a open gym kind of just hoop it up type of guy so uh, it was neat for him to see kind of understanding defensive rotations understanding offensive concepts uh, really kind of being consistent with his jump shot and, and he was probably you know I know all the other guys I had a lot of moments with them sure. but you know those were those were guys that you know probably would have been successful no matter who was here those were hardworking, high intelligent high character guys and I take a lot of pride in, in Deontay just from a lot of the time that we spent together. I think that's awesome that you said to him because, I, you know, I, I really like Deontay. And I think a lot of times with an athlete, whether it's a football player, basketball player, whatever the case may be, maybe there's a trust factor that they need to get to. And they put up little walls here and there to, because they, they're not sure they can trust you. But once you've earned that trust and they value that, then they're just going to pour into you and they're going to make the most of themselves. Do you feel like that's kind of what happened with him? hundred percent. So the, the funny story I'll give with Deontay is early, early on, when we were getting to know each other. We talked about trust and relationships and he said, all right, Schmitty, I've played or been recruited by four different head coaches. So, you know, he got recruited to, you know, the coach that was at Marquette that he signed with left, played for a coach there. He signed with Fred he went on to the Bulls, then he was with Prom. So he's like, this is my fourth head coach. So let's think about it. That means that I've been around 12 assistant coaches, four director of ops, four video guys, four player development guys, eight GAs, 40 managers. He's like, and they all told me the same thing. They all told me they love me. They invest in me. They're only worried about me growing on and off the court. He said, they all, they all fed me the same stuff. I said, and you know, he's like, I, I had a lot of good relationships with some of those people, but like, I've been through so many of them, you know, and he's like, it, it's just the consistency of it was the big part for him. He's like, I've had so many people in my life tell me, tell me the good stuff and not really be honest with me and tell me the bad stuff. And I've just been, you know, I've been around four different staffs. And that was, that, that's when it kind of hit me of like, yeah, I kind of see where he's coming from. Like that makes sense. Like that's, it's hard for him to go through so many people. So with him, it was all just about consistency and being on, being, being on him and holding him accountable. Cause I think that was the biggest thing that he needed at the time of just the accountability. And, you know, he is hardheaded and he, he was, you know, we had arguments and conversations and, and all of that, but it was cool to see him put the work in and put the time in and, and have some success. Cyclone fans, I've been telling you about Authentic Brands' superb Cyclone gear. But did you know that Authentic Brand by TCB Companies is an official outfitter of well-known companies and organizations, including the iHeartRadio Group and Learfield? The style and comfort and great looks of Authentic Brand gear will give your professional image a boost. Outfit your personal and professional life in Authentic Brand gear. Basketball-wise, uh, and, and maybe you can't, just throw a blanket over every guy and say that this is always the case. But I mean, in general, 
Where do you see guys make the most progress when you get to work with them once they get to the college level? I mean, is it is it mentally? Is it footwork? Is it is it uh, uh, what part of the game do you typically see? I guess the the most growth within players. Yeah, I think the biggest thing offensively, whether it be playmaking, but just the whole understanding for the game. Uh, the IQ level at the college level is higher, and just how to make simple plays. And I think in high school and AAU, you know, guys are are taught maybe more certain moves or certain individual things where at the college level we really try to teach guys how to just play basketball, make live reads, make live decisions where, you know, it's not just we're not telling them, hey, do do a certain crossover move into a jump shot where there's live defenses out there and you have to make reads and concepts and, and kind of piece it all together and make it flow flow together. So I would say that's probably the biggest thing. And I think one of the big things that we've seen the last couple of years is just shooting and, and just having guys where – their shots are, are translating from high school to college where the consistency and, and just getting the reps but also getting the high quality reps where you know the footwork and stepping into it and holding their follow through and finishing their follow through um, is something. You were a part of last year's really successful team. What did you see in that group of guys that and when did you see it? I mean could you tell 10 practices in hey this this has a chance to be an NCAA tournament team or was it deeper into the season or just kind of take me through the process of last year and how it played out in your eyes? Yeah, I think there was definitely some ups and downs, you know, throughout the summer and throughout the fall with our guys. I think the one thing that always kind of gave us confidence as coaches is they were low ego, high character, hardworking guys. And, and that was the one thing that we kind of knew and we instilled in them a little bit is if we just stay the course and we keep working, like, we can figure out a way to make things happen. I think beating Memphis at Barclays Center was probably the first, like, okay, we got something. Like, we, we kind of put some things together and we played well, and, and that was a fun tournament. So uh, it was fun to see those guys have success, and I think that's where kind of like it really turned for us as far as their confidence really growing of like, man, this hard work really did pay off, and it's starting to pay off, and it's going to continue to pay off down the road. I thought one of the great things about last year's team was just the leadership of Isaiah Brockington and just the way that – you talk about a lead-by-example guy. I mean, I just never saw him doing anything but – put his nose to the grindstone and whether it was a warm-up for a game or getting ready for practice no matter what it was all business does that kind of stuff rub off and how important is that for guys to understand that hey once you get to this level yeah you still want the game to be fun but you do have to work at it and our best players in this program through the years are guys that really committed to that part of yeah, no question. And it, it was awesome to see Isaiah have the year that he had because it was, like you said, it was every day, everything he did, whether it was a 15-minute shooting workout that was supposed to be a little lighter and, you know, next thing you know, he's jumping up three feet in the air and shooting everything full speed. So it's awesome to see a guy that, that is that talented that only has one speed. He always has a switch on. He's always working hard. And, you know, it was a constant. It wasn't just in practice. It was everything that he did. And his all of his teammates were always able to see that, whether that was getting extra shots up with Coach JR before or after a practice, whether that was before a game, like you said, warming up for a game, a 10-minute, 15-minute shooting workout in the afternoon. You know, everything with him was full go, and it really rubbed off on everyone of – if Isaiah is going to do it, not complain, never be hurt, take care of his body, there's no there's no excuses for anyone else. On Football Saturdays, our John Deere run of the game is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Nothing runs like a deer, especially when supported by the team at Van Wall Equipment, the Cyclones John Deere dealer of choice. What about this collection of guys? They're just here on campus now finally. You got everybody here. And what's your early impressions of this group of guys? 
Yeah, definitely a lot of excitement around these guys. You know, another older, you know, experienced group. I think we added some great length both on the perimeter and inside, which which should definitely help our defense. So definitely an excitement. You know, the experience, I think we're, we're piecing some things together offensively as far as getting these guys to play together and make some live reads and make some, you know, just some simple plays. So definitely excited. And they know how to practice and they know how to work out. So that's, that's what's been, I guess, the easiest part of the summer or early summer is, you know, you're not having to teach guys like, hey, this is how you go hard and practice. You know, we have older guys that they know how it's supposed to go. They know how it's supposed to supposed to look and how they're supposed to work so you know obviously we have a couple younger guys as well that they're getting used to it but we have some great leadership in, on this team with the experience. One of the things I'm really looking forward to with this team is the the shot blocking of Oshun and Hassan Ward. What does that allow the rest of your team to do defensively? Can you take a few more gambles? Can you, can you pick up the ball pressure even more? I know that's a huge part of what TJ wants. Can you do those things because of the presence of those guys in the lane? Yeah, definitely. I think it gives, you know, not only our guards, but everyone guarding on the perimeter uh, an extra level of confidence and, and not like we don't want to get blown by. We want to make sure that we have ball pressure and, you know, we have collisions on drives, but um, it gives them that confidence that if it does happen, you know, there's always someone behind there behind them that have their back and a lot of times there'll probably be two guys behind them that have their back with both Hassan and Oshun. You mentioned the word collision which is not surprising because every interview we did with TJ last year the word physicality came up at least a dozen times so how well does TJ's vision for what can be a successful team at Iowa State fit with what the way you like to coach I mean you've worked with a lot of different coaches at a lot of different levels as you've mentioned how well does your philosophy on the game match up with TJ's it's definitely very similar I think we we view the game different sometimes um, from a standpoint of he might be a little more uh, aggressive physical you know just kind of you know do that where sometimes I might want to be a little more like technical and teach so we have our moments but I, I definitely think there's a you know there's a smooth transition we both see the game the right way as far as how it should be played both offensively and defensively one of the things I really admire about the way he handles his coaching staff is that, you know, you don't have the scout for this game and then JR has the scout for that game. All of you guys are responsible for everything. How do you like doing it that way? And do you feel like it gives you a lot of responsibility? Yeah, definitely. I think Coach TJ, that's one of his strengths is creating the vision and allowing us as a staff to figure out the best way to create you know to get that vision he's not a micromanager and he allows us to to coach freely and and have different responsibilities um, but also keep us accountable at the same time so yeah like you mentioned we we break up the scouts within different sections so that way we're all working on his entire staff it's not you know there's some teams some programs that you know this guy has the next two scouts and other two guys are hanging out or waiting or thinking about three teams down it was awesome last year our entire staff was in on every single game and every single scout so you know we we're all locked in and we we're all locked in in our certain areas and tj is very demanding and he is going to do things a certain way and guys are either going to buy in or they're not going to be a part of it how much do you appreciate that as an assistant coach that there's not gray area you don't have to sit there and say well we're kind of this way we're kind of that way it's like no it's black and white yeah like i said he's he's honest he's direct you know he's he's 
a great communicator and an honest communicator, and it, it allows us to, you know, have those honest conversations with our guys. And he's always going to uphold the standard. So, you know, it allows us to, when we're communicating with guys, like, nope, this is how we do it. This is the standard. There's no, like you said, there's no gray area. Uh, it's clear as soon as our guys get on campus, they know what's expected of them. So, you know, there's not like, hey, this situation came up. Like, nope, we've we've already talked about it all. And I think that's what we spent our first couple of days when the guys got here on campus of, of walking through that and talking through those situations of this is exactly how it will look, whether it's our locker room, whether it's, you know, you know, our, where we eat and cleaning up after them, whether it's, hey, this is how we stretch, but we set those standards up at, at the very beginning of everything, and, and TJ does an amazing job of upholding them. Last thing for you, Schmitty, just for our fans who are listening to this, and I know it's really, really early. You're just a couple days into practice here, but how might they, when they come to Hilton Coliseum, what might look different than a year ago with this collection of guys as opposed to last year's? Yeah, I think, you know, obviously the, the shot blocking ability of, of Shun and Hassan is something that we didn't really have last year as far as just always having a dominant shot blocker. Um, so I think that allows us defensively to be even more aggressive, be even more physical, be even, you know, whether it's out in the passing lanes a little more, pressuring the ball a little more. Uh, and then I think offensively we're definitely going to try to play a little faster and a little more live reads where we're not just running a ton of sets, but guys are able to make plays, cutting, screening, um, where they have freedom offensively to make things happen. So we'll look definitely a little different offensively. I think defensively will probably be pretty similar, just probably amped up a little bit, ramped up a little bit. So uh, still definitely our guys diving on the floor, helping each other up, communicating, you know, always playing hard every single night. So that thing will, that will definitely not change at all. Can't wait to see it all play out in November. And thanks for taking the time and congratulations on your promotion. Well-deserved. Thank you. I appreciate it. Today's Sidecast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn how to farm better, work smarter, and play harder when you run with Van Wall and John Deere. Thanks for listening.